Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. Welcome to episode 66 of the Nailed It Wall. On this week, we're going to talk about a glider project, the morning announcements, and a crazy twist of events that have taken place in the life of Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And I'm Miss Gofield. All right, partner. You told me you wanted me to give <laughs> my nail that failed at first. Is I, that correct? This is correct. We're mixing it up on episode 66. I don't think this has ever happened before in the history of our podcast, which I'm excited for. It may have. Well, my son... Maybe the smartest person I know. Love him to death. He's a fifth grader. Ten years old. Going on 11. These kids nowadays, they don't watch sports. They get their highlights from TikTok and YouTube shorts. And I'm like, oh, the game's on. Come in. I might be lucky to get him to watch the final two minutes of a game. Uh, They don't play their friends in games. Playing Madden, MLB The Show, or 2K. They just build dynasties and that go on 20 years and they're basically little gms my son he has amazing knowledge of past and present players and we were in a fantasy football league how's your team doing tough to say tough to say okay all right first week me and my son are matched up against each other and i'm like oh I'm talking so much trash. I'm like, I'm going to wipe the floor with you. I'm going to just, I'm going to demolish you just to take all of your little, little factoids in your head and not sport watching self. And I'm, I'm just going to annihilate you. Someone's competitive. Talking a lot of trash <laughs> all week. And he gave me the beat down of a lifetime that I never saw coming. I couldn't believe it happened. He almost doubled me up. I mean, it was like percentage points from a complete double up. It was like 120 to 61. And I didn't have any injuries. I didn't play the wrong people. My players just did not show up in week one. And I was, I don't know if I was embarrassed or I was more proud. And I think I leaned towards the more proud that uh, he got his first win against me. And he just, week one, just took it to me but week week two i've bounced back one and one in our fantasy league so feeling pretty good about that and been having a lot of fun you're you're getting in on the fantasy football you've been talking to some of your friends about fantasy football so it's uh now for those that you don't know what fantasy football is it's you know i mean you can do fantasy for anything you know you draft certain players you have to have your team you get injuries you can trade you can pick up people on waiver wires and I mean, you get a whole draft that goes through there, and you want to have the best team, and you get certain points for touchdowns, yards, receptions, all that stuff. So if you're not a fantasy fan, so fantasy football just takes over, takes over your life. And uh, and so, yeah, so my failed it was losing to my son, but also it was a nail that at the same time I could not be more proud, um, but I'll get him later in the season. Well, I have to tell you, I am really glad I went second because I was sitting here, I was listening to you, but then I just kept struggling. What do I want to do? You know, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? And as you were talking, I can't believe it even took me this long to come up with my nailed it, failed it. So we went to the grocery store the other day, right? Ran in to get something. And I received a text 
from our buddy Lincoln. And it was timely. It was, it was just so crazy about timing. But his text was touching base and talking about how when he came in to visit me in my class and help me, um, the seniors have to do like certain amount of hours. Oh, I think his was for hours or his might have just been coming in to help. I, I don't even know. I don't even think his is for hours just to um, touch base and help out in any way he could. But regardless, he texted and said that he was starting his own YouTube channel and it was inspired by us getting back into the pod and he gave some, I had told him I thought he would be amazing in a podcast. He just is very personable and, and really, I just love to listen to him talk. So he decided that was not the the platform he felt like he'd be more, most comfortable in, but he loves, I mean, we know that Lincoln loves tennis and women's tennis. I think that's what he went to. Didn't he go to Australia to? Yeah, Pre-COVID, he was yeah. at the Australian Open. Yeah. I think they were having the wildfires you know, either just starting at that point or I think they're going on um, during the Australian Open. I was there, yeah. So I remember that, and I know he's passionate about that. He is no slacker on the tennis court himself there. and uh, Defending state champion. He's going to defend the title. And so He must protect this house. I'm so, I mean, honestly, we were so proud hearing that this is something he's going to do. And so... You know, shout out to you, Lincoln, and um, I'm just incredibly proud of what you're doing. And as we go through the pod, I'm going to pull up my phone and look what your YouTube channel is, Lincoln, so we can give it a plug here. Give him that sub. <laughs> yeah, and so for me to know that our What's pod... The what is the YouTube channel called? That's what I was saying. I was just going to wait until there was I was a, just trying to give a shout out. Oh. <laughs> so he... It, I'm so proud that not only does he listen to our pod, but that that inspires him to want to put his voice out there on something that he's passionate about and that he followed through. And what we talk about all the time as educators is pick something that's relevant to you. Pick something that is your passion and put it out in the world. And the world needs more of that authenticity that's you just being on fire about something. And so... We're just really excited. And then, as if that wasn't a highlight enough, you know, one of his best friends from when he was in school with us, I'm walking, and there's Ella, who is just uh, just always going to be someone near and dear to me. And uh, so seeing her and having that moment with her, and you know I got very emotional and just touched by that connection that's still there. And for her to know that I'm so excited to see her and so proud of her and that she's still my kid and and for her to, you know, reciprocate that, that she was so excited to see me. It was just beautiful, honestly. I mean, and you always talk about timing and, you know, you as a teacher sometimes just don't know how much you need those moments and you are just so blown away, caught up in that moment and just overwhelmed with uh, how those two moments happened at the same time, what you had to do to just to be there in the universe. And, you know, Lincoln was kind of like that final straw. I know when we were at ISTE, we talked about, we're like, we're going to get back to the podcast. It's something we're passionate about. We love doing it. We love teaching kids, getting kids excited about podcasting. And we can't be up here 
um, preaching about having a podcast and not churning out episodes and, and, and doing all the things to call yourself a podcaster. And, and I love calling you my co-host and I love saying we have a podcast and Lincoln was one of those final people and be like, all right, we, we've got to pull ourselves together. <laughs> and one of my biggest regrets was just, you know, the last couple of years through COVID and just having this, this kind of time capsule of this time stamp of time where we were. I love going back and just reading the recaps of everything that um, has happened in those little moments. And you think of, you know, there's a year or two gap of just no podcast and we don't have that sitting down, just sharing those moments like in real time there. So one, one of my biggest regrets, but also very thankful for Lincoln. Just, I mean, so many people were encouraging us to get back to it, give it another shot, do it again. And, uh, nothing but, you know, every week I'm just so excited to get back to doing the pod, seeing your kids, how excited they are about the podcast. Okay. I want to give Lincoln's uh, YouTube channel a shout out. It's, shout out. It's double. I got to give it a cheers, you know. Did it go? It's going. Oh, I can't hear it on my side. WTA Weekly. Okay. Uh, women's Tennis, I don't know. Association. I imagine it's association, yeah. So go Lincoln. And, that, and that's such, such a cool thing to have a niche. I like to say niche. You like to say niche. Um, and he'll be so good with it, you know. And he's been passionate about women's tennis. Um, since Coco Goff has come on the scene and talk about just uh, a great inspiration for girls all over the world and uh, just seeing her post-game interview um, talking about um, struggles and, you know, comparing her life to, to those working parents, single parents. Um, so I think, I mean, talk about niche, talk about, and, and I know you challenged them, you're like, you're like first first team to a million a million subs and uh, get Coco on the on the podcast there. So uh, truly amazing. And we're gonna segue into our morning announcements. But another thing I want to say about my little guy, he he is my best buddy. He he drives me crazy. But this morning on announcements are amazing. Students were going around asking about respect. And everyone's saying, my dad, my mom, grandparents, yeah, yeah, who they respect. And I wasn't in the room for this. I was in a meeting. He was interviewed, and he said, Balin Levine. Now, if you don't know Balin Levine, he's a YouTuber. I mean, this is the world we live in, that, that these kids look up to social media YouTubers and and I put a little ouch thing on the announcements and my class was all laughing and one of your eighth graders just a great moment. He's like, I knew he was going to say it. I knew he was going to say it. Um, so it, it kind of made me laugh. And, um, you know, as you watch your own kids kind of go through this maturation process um, for weeks, I'm like, dude, your birthday's coming up. What's going to be the theme? He wanted to do Gorilla Tag, which is a VR game for a while, but not everyone plays Gorilla Tag or understands it. Then he told me he wanted a no a no theme birthday. Like I couldn't do a, a special cake. And mind you, I was so excited that he does not want to do a birthday at like, you know, KTR, like these little places that cost an arm and a leg. I'm like, we're doing it at the house. I'm like, it's gonna be the best birthday ever. And, um, and then, and then he's like, invitation, no theme, can't say anything. I'm like, 
So we're just basically saying it's his birthday. Come, you know. Dwight Schrute is throwing yeah. it. It is your birthday. Birthday, period. <laughs> and and this is who he is. Like, he, he's an individual. He does his own thing. And he came around, and we're going to do a Balin Levine party. And uh, shout out to some of your eighth graders that were giving me some inspo uh, for for games and things I could do to uh, to make this a fun, exciting birthday. We'll keep you all posted. Yeah. All right, and with that segue, uh, shout out to our announcements crew. Oh, like, where my where do you want to get started talking about announcements? I think when we talk about announcements, it is probably the proudest that we've ever been as far as the whole picture, because we talked. You know, when we first kind of took the helm of announcements, it was two girls that had kind of been, you know pushed into this role it all fell on their shoulders people weren't really watching announcements much there wasn't really much to communicate it was pretty bare bones and was it was something the girls were so diligent and um what's the word like they showed up right they they took that responsibility on and they were doing that the best they could but they needed help so I look at that and I look where we are today and to see it be a community on our campus, a positive community where it's all about cel- celebrations and it's all about connectivity and it's become something kids want to be on, want to be heard on, want to be seen on. And they now are connecting. So now we have our new hosts. And I'm going to stop you there. Yeah. We made, uh, was it last year? Yeah, so I mean the last couple of years was eighth graders only. Eighth graders only. In the only. years past, it's been sixth, seventh, eighth yeah. graders. Uh, that was before we kind of took it over, and we just kind of had a mod podge of kiddos. But mostly your eighth graders have kind of like held it down, and I made the mistake one day of saying, applications are out, see Miss Schofield for announcements. Right. And so many sixth graders and seventh graders just came storming through the door. And I was like, oh, uh, it's for eighth graders only. So like we're going to love this you in eighth grade, but continue there. So that was a fail on my part. So this year was really quite, quite challenging because even at the end of that last year, we knew we had a lot of people, a lot of interest in this. And while I didn't know those seventh graders, incoming eighth graders, super well, I could tell based on what I did know about them, they were all contenders. So that makes our our job difficult. And you held tight and held firm to the fact that you did not want more announcement crew than would be sectioned off into each day of the week. So Every crew had to have a specific day assigned to them, and that was a hard number, and it wasn't a quarterly thing. It wasn't a semester thing. It was for the whole year, so it is their commitment, but then they secure that spot, which I see a lot of merit in doing that, And it, but it was heartbreaking for me to have to make any cuts at all, and these kids, they made audition videos. They had to get teacher recommendations. They had to write an application up about what their strengths are. The audition videos are amazing. We're yeah. talking about eighth graders, like, A, putting themselves out there, but also knowing, like, you know, you can put yourself out there, but you might get cut. Well, and 
one thing I thought was really cool is we didn't give them a lot of guidance on the audition videos. We just said, show us your personality, do something and, and make it memorable. And a lot of them brought in segments that we do. They did spoofs on it. Um, one of the crew that got in, I can't remember which one, but they recreated the Friday song because we didn't have a copy of it, so they just <laughs> recreated it. Uh, it was so cute. I just honestly, I love the vibe of the kids. I love their ownership. So already we had um, someone that was going to be gone for, I think, a doctor's appointment or something, and they came in ahead of time, two days, I think, before, and said, this is going to be a schedule conflict. And so then I was immediately just going to put in, because we have one alternate group. So anytime somebody's absent, we put in the alternates. And that way, that group will get some some show time there. But the girls came up with a solution. They came early before school, took their time, prepped and then even after they did then they went out and did interviews came up with a segment like it is blowing my mind what announcements is and I you and I have always been very proud of what we produce and we like things you know we like a lot of creativity but these kids came in and they didn't need to reinvent everything they're not trying to scrap everything they're bringing stuff in in addition and it's it's just a beautiful growth process and to see them take ownership and be so positive and they just I, I don't know I mean I know I'm talking a lot you talk because I just honestly I could just go on and on about them well we have our Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday crew um, we're still doing you know we're still in there with them you know and I mean, you had a little disagreement about that of <laughs> um, just throwing them in on air. So we're going to go sit with them through September and make sure they got everything on there. But I mean, day one, they're coming with their own little bits there. We've never put so much uh, emphasis on you guys are, are the face. You guys are responsible for this. You guys are leading the charge. Um, and it's, I've just been blown away by, I mean, today I filmed with two girls and we forgot to turn on the mics and the table, whole thing. And mind you, they come in during their lunch. They give their lunch and their recess and they're in there. They're willing to film and, you know, they're putting themselves out there. And some of them, you know, might not be the most comfortable thing, but, you know, they're they're growing. And each day has a very different style yeah. and opinion and you had the feeling of, you know, that you wanted to keep everyone for quarters. And I'm like, no, they, they got to be <laughs> the face for the year, not just for the small amount of time. And you, you, you grow over the course of the year. And you think of how much me and you have grown in front of the camera and um, even our podcast. And just from that repetition and the amount of practice that we've had and, and so many nice things, I mean, through the district, like, around the country people are like we just love your announcements they can't get over it and i mean even shout out to steph hoff power like during covid somebody somebody <laughs> said we want the announcements to be like this and and there there is video somewhere in the universe of uh <laughs> the amazing steph hoff power <laughs> doing her own version of the sv announcements and kind of bringing that fun and and that's what we do i mean you say we're, we're the hardest work in tandem in show business. We produce 
180 episodes a year, always on time. Not always, but sometimes we have a little uploading issues, but uh, we cannot be more proud to paint a picture. K8, Miss Mayfield, the other day said, it's the quietest my kids are throughout the day. I've even said, like, uh, me and you said, we want to get back to going out on the beat, uh, interviewing students more about just little things, like what's going on in the world. And it's the quietest uh, like when there's student interviews on or the hopes that they might be on there, the kid, <laughs> my seventh grader are silent and the great conversations you talk to Mrs. McDonald and it brings a lot of happy and, and we're so proud that there is no other school doing it the way we do. We, we pre-record, so we're able to uh, green screen a lot of things that are relevant, whether it's vocabulary or, or national days or, video highlights and i mean it is our baby and it's just it i cannot get over the interest and how many kids applied and how many that we could not take on announcements and you are just uh you are you're betrothed to break the news to the kiddos well the other thing i wanted to say is when you were talking about that when you said they're the face that really is a great opportunity. There's a couple on campus, but it's one really empowering, um, teachable thing for our students to see us be selective about who we will allow represent us. It's like celebrities with companies that are going to sponsor them, right? So if we're saying we're going to put you on air, we're really taking that seriously and we held them to a very high standard this year because our K-8 deserves that. And to have kids sit in that anchor chair, you're committing to those younger kids that you are going to be a positive and effective role model in their life. And that is so cool to see these kids step into that role. And, you know, I think that we hold, we hold a strong line on that, a hard line, and I'm glad we don't compromise on that. But you think about how many little kids watch these kids every day, all week, and how much they're taking in about every nuance these kids say and do. And it, these older kids just don't realize how much these little kids look up to them, and that's such a powerful and important responsibility. Yeah, and shout out to Mr. Galetti because me and you were <laughs> like, we, we, we love being in there with the kids. And he's like, it really should be student, uh, student led and student run. And, and me and you are like, we're like, we're like, I'm not crying. <laughs> we're like, you're crying. Uh-huh. And, uh, and once we heard that, we're like, we're like, he's totally right. And, and like, this is the group that, is going to do things that like, you know, you know, when you have that just one amazing season of a TV show that just sweeps all the awards. Like I know we're just going to look back and be like every day, these kids brought it in some different way. I mean, they're bringing segments. They're out there doing interviews. Like, uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, Ryan was on that segment today and I, I just loved like what a talking point, that one little thing was today, and I mean, it brought me to tears of of I failed my son, but also it brought me to tears of happiness. And uh, I had so many great mo- moments with the students, 
And you think about the power of the announcements, and we've talked about this a lot, but, you know, it is, we, we produce 180 episodes a year. I'm like, me and you, we should be on strike right now. We should be with the writers, you know. We should be in the, uh, is it the SAG? What, what's the writer's guild? Yeah, SAG. SAG. We, we, we should be on strike, you know. Like, no talk shows are happening. Um, and and it's scripted, but it's not uh, scripted. And it's just, every little story means so much to us. Like, uh, Mrs. Moore talking about her EL students, like how I say, good morning, you know, that they're emulating that. Like that's like their understanding of, of a new language and, and how you say hello and where they're doing that. And then last year we had a fifth grader and her sisters do this whole segment that they sent to their fifth grade teacher and they did their whole, uh, whole routine of, of announcements and, um, just the power and so many people through the district are like, oh, we're getting announcements going. What do you use? How to use it? And, you know, we're, we're always very honest. Like we have some great equipment. We have a green screen room and um, just great, great kids that are just so proud. Well, and I think the other part, it's the kids. So for us, there's it's multi-pronged as far as our, our levels of pride. The kids, for sure, are a huge part of it. But what is really remarkable is how much buy-in there has has been from the teachers. Um, You know, there's a couple of people that are still not watching, which is kind of a bummer, only because it is communicating information to all school-age kids at our campus. So, you know, but, you know, with PE, it's tough because there's no TV in there. That's, you know, some difficulties that are hard to surmount. But we have teachers that start the day that way. So you talk about a routine that the whole school is part of. And because of that, there's all these mini, like, domino conversations that happen. So today there was National Cheeseburger Day, and that sparked this whole controversy in Mrs. Bonham's class about who makes the best cheeseburger. And Mr. Skates was inspired by National Make Your Bed Day, the conversation that we had with Lauren, which then we brought back around when she said she now started to make her bed. And then Mr. Uh, Skates had actually told me there's a whole TED Talk, which he sent me, which we haven't had a chance to look at. So it's just... Well, don't forget Mrs. Bonham. About We had a motivational Monday with Kevin Hart. And she's like, <laughs> I love that so much. I saw that in the S'more. Yeah. And then she came back. She's like, nope, that wasn't in the S'more. Yeah, that I was mean, on announcements. But then she wants to take that whole thing and, and turn that into her SEL lesson this week. Yes, and actually, um, I don't remember if you were walking where I was, but Hoff Power said another awesome motivational Monday today. I just love this. You know, that other one was amazing. So the conversations and how many lives it is touching in so many different ways. You just don't know what people are taking away. Some people really love the talent. Some people really love the totes adorbs. Some people love the motivational, but everybody loves when kids talk on announcements. And that is just so cool. It's been nice for us to have the kids take on birthdays as well so that teachers feel celebrated. You know, it's never an intention to slight. Oh, you did a great birthday the other day for our friend, Mrs. Copenhaver. Yeah. Tell us about that birthday celebration. Yeah, so when we know ahead of time that it's coming, 
you know, life comes at us pretty fast. And so fast and furious. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes we, we don't realize something's coming on so fast. So that's a fail on our part, but we're trying to do better with that this year. But Copenhaver, you know, is a very dear friend of ours and, um, she's been on the pod. She has been on the pod. We just love her. And, she d- teaches math, and so I thought, you know, it would be really cool. Is And she does all these songs with her kids to teach them concepts. And she's very, very energetic with this. And so I just thought, I would be willing to bet that my eighth grade students still remember those songs. So we had the announcements crew go out and record kids, you know, saying the chants that they still remembered. And it was the coolest thing so not only did she feel celebrated on her birthday, but man, as a teacher, you would feel seen and really feel like you made an impact because that's three years later, those kids could belt it out right on the spot. And it was just, it was the coolest. It really is. And this won't be the last time we celebrate our announcements or talk about them. Uh, I mean, it is a, a part of our routine or our school culture, uh, what it means to us. I mean, we're going through this STEM accreditation and, that's like another thing where we just kind of showcase all the great things happening on our campus and celebrating student stories, teacher stories, and just, and just moments like, you know, just like life is like a, is a TV show. This is just another season uh, that we get to tell. And, you know, unlike kind of uh, where we missed those gaps in COVID, we can go back and, and kind of look back and kind of say, what was the story? What were, what were we painting that picture? And never before have we given so much paint and the brush to the students to really take this and run. And me and you are just, we're really just given the, the bare bones and, and they're, they're going to fill it in. And they, I just know they're going to soar. They're not even painting a picture. They're painting like a Sistine Chapel, you know. Their masterpiece. Yeah, their masterpiece. And it's just, I'll tell you what, we sure are fortunate to be right on the sidelines getting to witness this because we are 100% facilitators in this process and they have just taken it and run. I mean, we're going to leave it on that note, people. Uh, check out check out our amazing uh, students, our announcements. I mean, we could not be more proud, uh, but you know what? We're proud of you. And as we always say, people, if you can be anything, be kind. Hey, you want to see how this life really plays out? The things we talk about, it's real life. We're not making this stuff up. You can follow me on Twitter, sir, or x.com. You can search up Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And me at a positive proton. We're also on TikTok. Search up Christy Schofield. And don't forget, we are also, uh, we like coffee. If you like this podcast, freelancers, we're on Buy Me a Coffee. Search up Mr. Lane, the STEM guy.